Good evening. You're watching Turn the Pages on Can TV Channel 21, and I'm your host, Jordan Rivers. So today we have a very special guest, um, John Rogers. How's everybody so, doing? <laughs> we um we've covered a lot of African American history this month because it is February and it's a very important month for all of us. So right now I kind of want to redirect, turn the pages into something recently that happens that does affect us all in our community. So John, you can take the floor. Thank you so much. Uh, I just want to address the violence in our community because today uh, I'm so thankful to come to this show, but I come to this show today with a heavy heart because uh just this Thursday, I lost my cousin Malik Bingham and his girlfriend, uh, Tia Jones. They both were 20 years old, and she was also pregnant, and they were uh, gunned down in senseless violence. And so I'm, you know, asking you this platform to ask anyone who knows any information to please step up and also, you know, saying stop the violence. Uh, pick, put the guns down, but pick up a book also. Don't just put yes. the guns down. Pick up a book and understand why are you doing such senseless thing? And why, when you see people do the same thing in a newspaper, you're not thinking that you can get the same consequences? Because I love all my people, and I'm just playing out to that. We just stop, you know, becoming our our worst enemy as we're trying to grow. So, you know, I feel in my spirit. It was best for me to let my family know that I love them, and and let all anybody know out here that needs help that I also love you, and you know any way I can help you, reach out to either me or you know Miss Miss Rivers here. So, uh, thank you for giving me this time, and I would I would like to allow her to continue her show. And thank you. Um, time pages were definitely avid advocates for our communities is not just about us reading but it's about us being able to um hold each other um in times are in need and to be able to help one another grow uh we already face a, a lot of financial issues on the south sides and the west sides of chicago and we have to work together in order to solve the problem. Nothing, nothing can be done by just one person. Yes. It comes to times where we talked about earlier, everybody wants to be the chief. You right. cannot, everyone can't <laughs> be the chief. We all have to work together for the greater good. Yes. At the end of the day, we are raising brilliant kids mm. who unfortunately... The most some, brilliant. Exactly. And they're more brilliant than we are. But unfortunately, some do not make it to see the age of 10 or 12 or 16. And to be a parent myself, I, I definitely want to encourage people to turn the page. So whether that's picking up a book, turn the page and put down a gun. Start a business. You know? Absolutely. It's so much that you can do, and there are so many resources. But what I do understand is that because there are a lot of things out there for us to learn from and grow from, that doesn't mean that everyone is educated on the, the services that are out there. Right. So that's one of the reasons why it's so important to read. We have to read. We have to not only take that information, what we learn. A lot of times people, they learn something and they keep it to themselves. Right. And you can't grow unless iron sharpens iron. So huh? you can teach someone what you know and then you can come up with a solution 
to solve whatever problems are around us. And so we have to, as a community, be able to stand up and unite and hold hands, regardless regardless of our differences that we do have. We have to be able to work together. And so Turn the Pages is definitely here to give people a platform to encourage mothers uh, and fathers to be, you know, great parents. We know that it's not easy being a parent, especially in these days and ages. And I think our parents used to say, oh, it's not easy. But every every decade, things get a little different. You have technology and so many different components that play a part in the community's life or just overall role that we we have to come back to the very beginning and work together and remember yes. why we are working together so that we can all succeed, not just one, but all of us. And that's so important. Right, right. Because that's, you know, the word Ubuntu, you know, uh, U-B-U-N-T-U. You know, we can only do it together. You know, we only as strong as our weakest link. So... Uh, like she says, we need no heroes. What we need is us as a community joining together and everybody sacrificing something to make sure that we get back to what I always say is normal. And that's, you know, having a, our own economy, our own educational system, you know, having our own reestablishing mm-hmm. more, say, our international trade. And so uh, also I wanted to say one more thing for my family. Uh, my cousin who was uh, tragically murdered is being documented through the media, uh, we don't know who as a documented gang member, and that's so insensitive and uh, pretty biased to my family because my family is full of educators and people even in the law enforcement. So I will please ask anyone who is writing any negative things about not only my little cousin, but any young man or, or female that's getting murdered in these streets tragically, that's living in these impoverished neighborhoods, not to be instantly identified as a documented gang member. I would ask, you know, for future references to build better trust between communities, let's first ask the parent, would you feel all right if I were to, you know, address your child in that manner? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to bring that out because I see my family's uh, definitely, you know, making sure that our family is not being documented as gang members or terrorists in this American society. And, and you know what, I think a lot of that does happen in our community is, you know, because we look a certain way, we're automatically the villain right? all the time because that may be the majority of what we see. But we are doctors, we're lawyers, exactly. we're politicians, we're parents, you know, we're leaders, we're inventors, we're engineers. We have so much to offer as a people. And we, we spoke about it earlier that there is a responsibility that the community has to play. And we have not played our part. And it's this thing, it's this no snitching. And and in a sense, we were all born into it because our parents, what did they tell us? Don't tattletale. Don't tattletale. You know, don't tattletale. So we would get in trouble for tattletaling. And until something like this happens, then no one wants to say anything. And so when you talk about trusting the community, it's not just the people within the community, but also, you know, our our police officers, they have to protect and serve. And so Mm -hmm. they also have guidelines that they they follow. And uh, we just talked about an incident that some years ago, maybe a good 10 years ago, um, one of my neighbors called the police on me because uh, our kids, I guess, were, were, they were playing and they were being loud. But at the time, we didn't even know that we had neighbors. So uh, 
they I think they moved in overnight or while we were at work. And so I opened the door and the police said, oh, well, your neighbor's downstairs. And so for one, I didn't know that we had neighbors. Right. And then two, I said, oh, did they want you to tell me that right, it right. was them that called the police? Because I, yeah. so. <laughs> I was telling her, you know, I hear that story a lot because uh, I grew up in Inglewood and I deal with a lot of people. I go to schools, deal with a lot of children. I know a lot of people that lost children, you know, family members, basically. And, um, it becomes a reoccurring theme where people are saying that the police are telling the people who who they called upon who called upon them. So that's not something that can basically make our community stronger. So once again, we ask, you know, can we have a, be- a better dialogue and start and, sh- and start to find things that work to better us all instead of you know people thinking that they can just have an undisciplined um, mouth or whatnot and uh, you're really harming people. So we we need to talk to the policemen more and more because my mother goes to a lot of meetings. Even uh-huh. when uh, McCarthy was out here, and sometimes when my other cousin who was uh, murdered, she said she never got any feedback from him. And that sometimes hurts me, you know, because I have a trust in the system in a certain sense. But if the people who are losing their family are saying they're calling these detectives and these detectives are acting acting as if they're bugging them, that's not leaving a good feeling with some of these mothers who are really single mothers in in the same token too. Then they're looking for help and you're acting like, you know, that child life doesn't mean anything. So once again, I, I plead my father... Retired probation officer. I have uncles that sergeant, you know, Vietnam veteran friends. But we all have the same conversation where we need to find more solutions and quit finding ways to divide us. And as to if, be able to yeah. trust as, as a people, too. I definitely get that. And so I want, I want to ask you because you're, you seem to be very active in the community and you want this voice to, to help change the way that things are going, especially when it comes to our generation and younger generations. So, and you said that you, you grew up in Inglewood. That's where you came from. And yes. that's definitely one of the high, high crime rates here in Chicago. So Inglewood has always been in the news. So I want to know, like, what high school did you go to? Um, and, and why is education so important to you in history? Because you are definitely a history buff is, oh, yeah. from what I can see. So first first off, what high school did you go to? Uh, I attended uh, Kenwood Academy. Okay, just like I did. Oh, so. yeah, so alumni, <laughs> you know, and so, shout out to the Broncos. Right, and, and Kenwood has all, always, always had such a great reputation, but my, my point for pointing that out is look at what neighborhood you came from, mm-hmm. and you went to one of the best schools in Chicago, especially when, when we were coming up. Exactly. So it's, it's we three. definitely have to get out of the habit of judging people based on where they come from. There are beautiful people that come out of Inglewood. So yes. let, let's not forget to mention Jennifer Hudson and what she's done. And, you know, it really brought some attention for young black kids to look at her, you know, yes. being an Oscar, you know, award-winning actress and being yeah. able to receive accolades where the entire world knows who she is. So it, it doesn't matter where you come from and how yeah. much money or lack thereof that your community does not have, you can still make it. But everything you do there is a choice and there is there are consequences to whatever you decide to do. So if you decide that high school is important and you want to go to school and you want to finish, then that's something positive. But also, you know, everyone does not take that same route. So I just wanted to point out that you definitely come from a very prestigious, you know, school and that you have since you're not just someone who just walked by on the street. And unfortunately, 
we do look at people just based on appearance and oh you know because his hair's a certain way okay. he may you know he may be a thug he may be a criminal but we're we have a lot of great people coming from some of the and I don't want to say worst but quote unquote the worst because it's in the paper, is a neighborhood you wouldn't go to. There are wonderful, beautiful people that come from Inglewood, that come from yes. Roseland, and they actually care about the community, and they want to definitely make some changes. So we're going to take a brief break, because mm -hmm. one thing that I didn't do is say, you know, if you are interested in being a volunteer for Turn the Pages, as we get ready for our next author tour mm -hmm. in the library, schools, and bookstores, you can definitely go to our website. Oh, that's a little big. Okay. Let's see. Let's watch that really quick. So you can definitely go to www.turn-the-pages.org So if you are interested in um, being a volunteer or you are an author that would like to go on tour and have any, uh, any information, then you can definitely go to the website, write an email, and um, always you can definitely call in if you have any questions. So make sure you call in. We definitely want to hear from you and maybe get your point of view. What neighborhood are you from? What schools have you come from? What, what do you see? And how do you suggest that we do make a change? So I, I want to know as far as, John, like what you're doing. So do you have anything lined up to actually help the community? How do you plan to make a difference? Okay. Well, I want to touch on, too, uh, when you say uh, Jennifer Hudson and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I, I was around. I grew up two blocks away from her. So... And she was coming up. I'm around here in the excitement of my neighborhood. Of people saying, look at uh, Jennifer on TV. You know, mm -hmm. so they hit close to home to me. Whether it's Derrick Rose, I knew about them. And they was kids. So that's, like she said, it's, very, it's a lot of special people in Inglewood. But as far as helping the community, you know, I want to first thank the ancestors and say uh, Uncle Jasineb, Shalom, and Islam, you know, to all my people out there. Uh, I was enlightened by my ancestors. Uh, they put me on this journey. Uh, I go out. I, I uh, teach my people wherever I go. Uh, I own three businesses. I have a construction business. I have a, I have a, a, a music recording studio. I have a film production uh, business. And I have a printing business. And uh, I, uh, I try to teach kids what my forefathers taught me like my uncle he's a professor at harvard and he taught me the importance of uh supporting black owned businesses so i only really go to black owned restaurants my father he's a, a retired probation officer and he taught me you know to go into schools uh which i'm helping a lady named miss lene lawson who was a colleague that came on the show a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. we're building a, a children's museum to enlighten the kids about Black Chicago history, which is teaching yes. me a lot too. At the same time, absolutely. Yes. I, I sat down there and I said, "Oh my gosh, this is so yes. much information, and I did not know." And then we can uh, get right into jump right into the schools and and what we are being taught. Yes. So it's teachers; they have a huge job, and unfortunately, I do believe that they are overworked, that they are underpaid, and sometimes their voices just. 
they don't get heard. Um, but one thing that I remember about being taught about our African history was I remember being taught about Malcolm. I remember <laughs> being taught about Martin and Rosa Parks. And those were the three main people we were taught about. Now, I, I remember being in fourth grade and our teacher, Mrs. Haywood, I, I can't remember which newspaper, but every day, Black History Month, one student would have to bring a clipping from a newspaper on some black inventor, scientist, just someone who we never heard of. And then we would have to do a presentation in mm. front of the class and talk about this person. And so that was how I believe I learned about Henry Box Brown, who mm. actually mailed himself to freedom and wow. poked holes in, in the that. box, mm. got in. And he shipped himself so that he could be free. And so th then that's when I learned about Phyllis Wheatley. Mm. And, um, you know, I talked about the, the last episode, how Beyonce is dropping gems in her music. Exactly. And she's, you know, leaving us yes. these breadcrumbs yes. to say, hey, we have an awesome history. We have gods just like the, huh. the Greeks and everything and goddesses. The, the first. And the important. The first. Absolutely. Because we talk yes. about that too. But we're, we're the first. The originators. Yeah, if we were to read the Greek documents, they would tell you that they learned about the concept of what a creator is through the, through the black African people. So, you know, in history or in education, I'm such a proficient person of making sure my people understand that you were the world's first educators. You were the people who had the first universities. You were the first doctors in all lands. Matter of fact, if we were to read the earliest Greek author named uh, Homer in the, in the Iliad, he would clearly show you that he said the most famous thing that you were known from uh, black people would be in a doctor. So as you uh, have dreams about being a, a pharmacist or a physician, Know that you have a great foundation on it. All Western medicine and surgery is in, is in your DNA. Absolutely. And you know what? I want to get in, into this because what made you... Okay, so let me ask you. Everything that you know now where you can definitely educate me and as well as, you know, all the viewers, where did you learn that from? Did you learn it from school? Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't learn it from school. Now, I can honestly say the more I learn, I can remember some... Teachers bringing up some information about the ancient Egyptians. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we all know we saw Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I remember the time. So that, that yeah. was as much history and as we And even talking about Beyonce. You can go back to Miles right. Davis with his album uh, Sketches of Spain. Yep. And even Michael, so it's, it's a, and music, all music is, is really black history. If you want to learn black history, listen to a lot of music because they were talking about a lot of conscious things when mm -hmm. they weren't even speaking sometimes. So... But I would have to thank the ancestors. Uh, it was something that I really never knew what was hidden. It was just one day, it kind of just came to me out the blue. And I really felt an obligation to make sure that I sacrificed every day to make sure that my people were reminded of how great they were. And it's a, it's a rewarding feeling because when you're talking to someone 60 years old who you know, doesn't have an idea of how great their history was. And when they do get this great history, it's, it's as if they come back alive it's very yeah. fulfilling. It's like it's like it's like seeing the Holy Ghost or something, and it's like whoa, like you know, and 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 they come to me more now. You know, my greatest thing is to teach them and teach them to you know motivate me. So I'm Absolutely. not, yeah, and really, and, and in reality, I'm not teaching them. I'm just reminding them of something that of the, their history yeah. and and that you can go look this information up too. And so, and you said something I can't remember at the moment, but it's so important that we get to know our history because it. I I truly believe it changes 
our outlook on life no doubt. And, and us individually. It's like you can stand up a little taller and, yeah. and you, you can look up instead of looking down. Yes. And so that's definitely a, a huge difference when it comes to knowing your history. And even if it's not taught in schools, we have to remember that parents are responsible for being their child's first teacher. Exactly. You, you, it starts from home. Before you even send your child to school, it starts uh, from home. Yes. That's with manners. That's with history. And whatever school does not teach that we feel it, uh, it should. And until that can happen, because we do have activists every day fighting for us, especially yes. it's a lot of young ones out there, and they are very dedicated, and they have the energy for it. And I, I believe we all fight in different ways. But uh -huh. until we get, um, as a people, what we need, we have to work together. Um, so we have a caller. So, caller, thank you for calling in. How can I help you? Do you have a question or comment? Yes. Yes, my uh, comment is for the young man. Uh, sure, sure. My comment is for the young man here. Look, I've been here 73 years, and I know what's going on. I know that uh, they don't teach the right black history in the schools for the children. Because originally, you go back into your Bible, we originated out of Egypt. Yeah. We come out of Egypt. And the same hairstyles that everybody's wearing now, they had that back in those days. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm so sorry about your family's loss. Oh, thank you so much. Back in the Egyptian days. I'm sorry about your family loss. I really am. And then I understand what you were saying about the detectives. Everybody they see with the brave dreadlocks, they don't like that. Because, mm -hmm. see, they are very prejudiced. And they think every young man that's got dreadlocks or braids, he's a thug, he's this, he's that. But he's not. He's not because some he's not because some things happened with my grandson, but we got it straight. And um, I just want to say, young man, keep your head up, both of you all. Thank you Thank so you. much, Gwen. I really appreciate that. And and the, the people that live in Inglewood, stay in your homes, don't leave because see, they continue to press the news media continue to say Inglewood, Inglewood, everything is the south mm -hmm. side, but it's not. You go up north, they sweep it up under the rug. You don't hear about it. You go to Skokie, you go to uh, all these suburban towns, they got a lot of crime going on out there. They come to the city here, the rich ones, and buy their drugs. I have been driving around. I have seen them at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning coming from work. I've seen them. <laughs> okay. And like I'm saying, you know, it was a young lady on TV today where the uh, kids got burned up in the house. Mm. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and uh, she got on the TV. Oh, it hurt me so bad. She said, well, yeah, I knew the girl. She said uh, when they brought her out, she said, she was black as a crust. And look at my color. I said, oh, my God. Wow. Anybody seen it on TV, that was just totally ridiculous. That is discrimination against your own race. But you two keep the good work up. And please try to see they they taking the prayers out of the school. When they're taking the prayers out of the school, that messed up a lot of stuff here. Mm. And I, I definitely agree. Stay in your homes. Don't leave because they want that area. Right, exactly. Because it's close by the airport, it's close to downtown, and they want that area. And everything on TV, don't believe it. Inglewood, Inglewood. Oh, no, you better go to the suburbs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm, 
Well, I want to thank you for calling in. I, I got to wrap you up because I don't want to forget what I want to say about something you just said. But thank you so much for calling in. And I, I hope you watch again. And, and just whatever, you know, question or comments that you have, I would love to hear about it. Okay? So I, I want to, to talk about that. She said, "Do stay in your home." And so we've—I I believe uh, Mayor Rahm Emanuel had a program. I'm not even sure if it's still going on. I remember seeing an article about if you own property in Inglewood that you can buy the lots next mm -hmm. to your home if they're empty lots for a dollar. So there's so much that you can do with that dollar. I have someone who I know personally mm -hmm. that is actually building a community garden in Inglewood. So, you know, I definitely want to say keep your head up. Mm -hmm. learn even if it's not being taught in school bookstores yes. and libraries are all around you uh the chicago public library have 80 locations it's no reason why you can't go out and find out about who you are and where you come from so i always want to remind you to turn the page and again if you have any questions or you would like to be a volunteer just go straight to the website uh at www turnthepages.org so I hope you have had a uh, beautiful Monday I hope you tune in with us you yes. know next week so I just want to thank you so much John for coming out mm -hmm. for being my first male oh, on yeah. the show you know, so you I know that, that's now, so big <laughs> I love it you know so I, I love when the men step up and, and they take care and help our community so again thank you for watching Turn the Pages I'm your host, Jordan Rivers, and I'll see you next week.